good morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner. It's Friday the 17th. No, it's not. It's Friday the 16th of February. Come on, get your dates right, Andrew. Uh, morning, Paul. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thank you. Pretty good. Gold price is also up above $2,000 an ounce. It's a Friday, so all good news there. So is that the analysis of why it's back up? Is because it's Friday? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I must say, it's the first time I've heard that commodity prices may move on certain days. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it's an interesting concept. We've also got silver nearly bumping up to 23 again. Silver's got to have a breakout at some stage. I like silver. Anyway, let's move on to news. Uh, the one that caught my eye, funny enough, uh, didn't manage to get the RNS out at 7 o'clock. I think it came out at something like 8 minutes past 7 or something. Um, really annoying when people don't put their RNSs out at 7 o'clock on the dot. Uh, but that was Bushveld. They managed to find a bit more of their money. They're running around South Africa, I think, looking for this money. Uh, so they've got another 4 million, haven't they, towards the 12 it's owed. So that takes them up, I think, to about 6 million, does it? Yes, that's according to the press release for sure. And uh, that is all part of that 12 million. They're really relying on that 12 million in order to uh, do the... Uh, a kind of uh, production upgrades and maintenance work uh, for Vimeco and Valchem down in the smelters down in South Africa. So uh, they did also report that they lost 11 days of production at Vimeco last month uh, simply because that money hasn't come in and that smelter is uh, in maintenance uh, shutdown right now. And they did lose three days of production at Valchem, but at least it is operating at this point. So bottom line is the longer that money is still outstanding the less likely that bushveld will produce as much uh, vanadium uh, chemicals as it intends to yeah it's all a bit of a bleep 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 show um that's my bleeping um the stock's up 25 percent this morning but off a very low base um Someone really should be putting this company out of its misery, but it also seems to be determined to somehow try and stay independent. I don't know. Maybe we get it all wrong, and maybe it has a massive recovery. But uh, I know you're bullish of the Canadian price, but I'm actually pretty bearish of the Canadian price, particularly as it would appear that China has massive stockpiles at the moment of vanadium. And actually, if you go and negotiate hard in China, you can probably get vanadium at about half price. Um, so the price of vanadium, in my view, is whilst you can do that, ain't going up short term. Um, the problem, of course, is that China over the last 40 years has been the biggest buyer of vanadium by miles because it goes into the steel industry. And China has been using a vast amount of steel in particular for building its its massive network of, of railway lines. It's stopped doing that. So its demand for vanadium is falling off a cliff. Um, whilst your demand is falling off a cliff and supply is actually increasing because it's coming out of the petrochemical industry and the, the fly ash industry, uh, your price is only going one way, in my view, downwards. Anyway, there you go. Um, You're so keen on vanadium, I tell you, uh, Andrew. <laughs> uh, no, I think vanadium flow batteries are the future. But the good news is that they're going to get cheaper and cheaper because vanadium is going to get cheaper. Yeah, because electrolyte will get cheaper as a result. That's for sure if it's in that direction. Yeah. Uh, correct. Uh, anyway, go on. That's enough from me. Um, you're the analyst. You should be talking. What do you want to talk about, Paul? Well, we got Solgold that had put out a new PFS estimate for the Cascabel uh, project there in Ecuador, specifically block cave underground uh, design for its Alpala ore body. The interesting bit about it uh, in particular is that it is a multi-decade 
mine life in the PFS uh, as it's come out, and it only includes about 13% of the drilled resource. So we're not talking about a couple decades of production. We're talking about generations of ultimate production uh, at uh, Alpala uh, Cascabel uh, for the country of Ecuador if it gets uh, funded and uh, built uh, here. Other key points came around uh, that caught my eye as they did use uh, in this uh, estimate, they did use uh, current, if not slightly aggressive, uh, prices, particularly on copper here, $3.85 a pound, uh, which is uh, in the uh, resource uh, and the uh, economics estimate. And it does come out with a 24% uh, IRR and a four-year payback period after tax. And it has uh, essentially optimized the, the uh, pre-production capital cost on this to one and a half billion dollars for the, the initial mine development and the plant. So it is an improvement uh, for sure on what had previously been estimated, uh, but uh, it is still a one and a half billion dollar uh, story and it is a, a underground blockade, which is perhaps the, perhaps the uh, most uh, difficult in my view uh, type of mine to uh, finance and uh, build successfully. Okay. Um, moving on, what else? We also had the results back from Petra Diamonds on their tender four uh, for uh, 2024. Diamond sales of 429,000 carats uh, yielded $47.8 million, which is a 4% increase like for like uh, in comparison to the last tender three. It brings total revenue for the year for Petro Diamonds to $236 million, which is uh, down uh, roughly 15% uh, or so from uh, uh, the uh, first four tenders of last year. And it does uh, represent about a 9% decline in average rough prices over the same period. So uh, they are uh, continuing op operations and optimization, but we just need better diamond rough prices is the bottom line. You love your diamonds. You keep trying. I keep I trying. Know. Yeah. And my last news I have is the Beowulf mining, the AIM uh, uh, quoted uh, iron ore and graphite uh, developer in Scandinavia. They are opening a new fundraising uh, to raise uh, seven and a half million sterling. Six million uh, equivalent of that will go in a rights issue to their what are their majority Sweden shareholders. Uh, more than two-thirds of shares in Beowulf are held in Sweden. And then one and a half million in the retail offer will come via primary bid uh, for uh, participation by UK shareholders. Very good. Enjoy your weekend, everybody who's listening. And we'll be back for more next week. Very good. See you then. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.